to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. I'm really excited for the latter half of this show because Dr. Chelsea from Millpoint Dental is coming in to join me. She's my dentist and uh, we have lots of fun things to chat about. Finally, you know, me always going to her office and sitting in her chair. She's coming to my office and sitting in my chair. So it's very exciting. Now, if you have any questions for a dentist, uh, feel free to reach out. You can download our app, 1077 The Beat, and you can... um, Ask me any questions there to ask her or, of course, Instagram and Facebook, all wonderful ways to uh, connect so that I can get these questions answered for you. Thank you to all, to all those who have already reached out. I'll make sure to ask those questions as Dr. Chelsea from Millpoint Dentals coming in to hang out with me for the latter half of the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. And now, Megan in the Morning listeners, it's time for a special guest. Get ready. This morning show is getting a co-pilot. Yeah, it is. Welcome to my chair, finally, Dr. Chelsea from Millpoint Dental. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, it's about time because, of course, we had your husband, Dr. Mike, in about a month or so ago. Yes. And uh, you sent me an adorable video of your two kids dancing along to the show while listening to dad. They were geeking out about it. They were so excited to hear him on the radio. Now, do you think they're listening to you? I don't know. Maybe. Well, they better be. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Mike, where are you at? Seriously. (laughs) Well, it's really exciting to have you in. And what's fun, too, is uh, Dr. Chelsea just brought me some fun news about Taylor Swift that I hadn't heard of yet. I'm breaking the news. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? So, okay, this is completely unconfirmed because I read it online this morning, but I read that Taylor Swift is engaged. Which is a big deal. It's a huge deal for all those Swifties out there. Especially because considering, you know, a lot of her songs, at least a lot of those Swifties like to say, is from all these different breakups that she's gone through. So now she's tying the knot. She's happy. Yeah, it's amazing. If it's true. (laughs) Yeah, right. If it's true. Now, who is this guy? I honestly, I don't know a ton about him. I literally just read about him this morning. So they've been dating for like a few years, apparently. And he's helped her write some songs. Wow. And he, his name is Joe Alwyn, and they kind of look similar. They have similar features, like hair color, lighter eyes. I mean, he's gorgeous, so is she. Yeah, yeah they're beautiful. Now, if they really are engaged. If not, we have really quite it started the rumor <laughs> mill, Chelsea. <laughs> Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. Dr. Chelsea from Millpoint Dental hanging out with me for the remainder of the show. I've got lots of questions uh, from listeners to ask you throughout the show. And uh, if you happen to have a question for a dentist, I got her in the house. She's full of knowledge, aren't you? I know it. (laughs) Lay it on me. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. Stick around. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, hanging out with Dr. Chelsea and from Millpoint Dental. Now, what inspired you to become a dentist? Well, so it's kind of boring because I was super inspired by my aunt or aunt, as you say over here. (laughs) Uh, She's a dentist and she she owned her own practice in Florida. And so before I went to dental school, I spent the summer in Florida at her office and just learned the ropes. And I was like, this is awesome. How old were you when you were doing that? 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So definitely old enough to realize that this is a passion you want to take, you know, rather than like totally. a five-year-old who's like, yay, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I guess I've always been kind of weird about teeth. Like it was like people's smiles were always like the first thing I kind of noticed about them. Um, and like I always just love like the science and the medicine behind it. It's 
it's fun. Now, when you say aunt and we say aunt, yeah, where does that mean you're from? I am from Minnesota. Which is not California, for one thing. It is not California. <laughs> I'm a Midwesterner. Uh, there are a few words I think that I say that people are like, oh, where are you from? <laughs> what are they? Probably boat or like even just saying Minnesotan because yeah. like we have that hard O. I've been trying. So I had to teach myself to not say um, Oregon because that's how we say it there. We oh. say Oregon. And so when I moved out here, I was like, Oregon, 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 like to train myself. So do you guys know that we do pronounce it Oregon, but you just pronounce it Oregon? Yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, we just we just say it how we want. So like when I was getting my dental license uh, for Oregon, when I was in Minnesota, you have to get like the special check from the bank and you have to tell them who to write it out to. And so I was like, oh, it has to go to the um Oregon Board of Dentistry. I was already practicing Oregon. And the girl, like the banker in Minnesota, she had no idea what I was saying. She's like, she wrote it Oregon, like O-R-G-A-N. And I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Oregon. And she's like, oh, yes, that's what you're talking about. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is. And you said boat. Pretty interesting. Yeah. It's those hard O's. I mean, I, but honestly, the people who have the craziest accents, who like are like the quote unquote Minnesotans, I feel like are from Wisconsin. Just saying. Oh, all right. Well, you heard it. Her, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Because I wouldn't know anything about Midwest. But yeah. What also is really special is having Dr. Mike in. You guys both have the practice uh, with Eric. Yes. All three of you on Mill Point Dental, which is fantastic. I mean, I could go on and on, Chelsea, about how fan- wonderful that office is. Thank you. Just from you know opening up the door and Joy smiling at you, welcoming you in, but. Now, what? when did you and Dr. Mike meet? Okay, so we actually met at our dental school interview. Really? Yes. So we were both going to University of Minnesota for undergrad. We were both biology majors, but it's a huge school. It's a Big Ten school. There are like hundreds of kids in each class. We were in some of the same classes, but I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't know the guy. Yeah. Uh, but so it was at my University of Minnesota dental school interview is my first one, and so you like walk into the room and it's a pool of people just like hanging out, waiting for their individual interviews. And he was the first one that he introduced himself to me. It's like I walked in the room and he stands up and he's like, hi, my name's Mike and goes to shake my hand. I was like, oh, boy, dental school's going to be fun. <laughs> so you have to be interviewed to get into dental school? Absolutely. Yes. Wow. It's like a huge process. So like there's the DAT, which is like like the MCAT, essentially. Okay. Uh, and then you have to be invited to interview. And then if you get through the interview process, then, then you're, you're good. Set. Yeah. You're set. You move on and you take the rest of the classes. Yes. After you get into dental school, how many years is it? Four. Oh, wow. Whoa. So then yeah. when you met right before getting into dental school, did you guys like hang out all the time? So our interview is our senior year of undergrad. Oh, I see. And so we found out we were both accepted right away when we found out December of senior year. And then like you know, we'd seen each other in class, like after our interviews, still did not talk to each other. I think because there was like that air of competition still. Sure. And so then like once we found out, it was like, hey, did you get in? Yeah. Did you get in? Yeah. And then it was like, OK, now we're cool and we can hang out. Right, right, right. Because you don't want it to be an awkward conversation. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Well, it's so fun to have now you in the studio. Um, I've got lots of questions for you coming up next. All all sorts of things from I want to chat with you about 
sleeping issues in relation to dentistry. Yes. You've done a lot of work with breathing and you have just an immense knowledge with that. And I got that clue from your husband, Dr. Mike. Totally. <laughs> it's a little known thing. Yes. So we'll talk more about it as the show continues. Okay. Between breaks, we were chatting about the Mall of America because apparently that was in your backyard growing up. Totally. So yes. You grew up in a suburb of Minneapolis. Yeah, Bloomington. And that's where the Mall of America is? It is. So me being a yeah. West Coast girl, I haven't traveled much, especially in the States. <laughs> Tell me everything. So usually if you're traveling to Minnesota, it's to go to the Mall of America. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a huge destination for the Midwest. So it's the biggest mall in the United States. I think it's like the second or third maybe biggest mall. In the world? In the world. It's huge. Wow. And they have a new Lululemon and it is giant you guys so really? like when you go to the one here I'm, i love the one here nothing wrong with it but it's very minute yes. compared to the one <laughs> at the mall of america it's huge they have a cafe in the lululemon oh, at the mall kidding. of america it's insane we're talking several stories then yeah wow yeah okay well, is it aren't there like roller coasters and stuff in the mall of america yes yeah <laughs> in the center of it there's like a theme park it used to be camp snoopy if you're like an og and now it's Nickelodeon universe or something oh, so there's wow. like a Spongebob ride and all the stuff it's super fun was it fun to grow up next to it it was I mean like my parents hate going there because there's a million people it was always a freaking zoo over there sure uh so I really wasn't able to go there until I was older because they didn't want me to go by myself sure <laughs> um and then I actually did briefly work at the Mall of America that was at, my next at question their, at their limited two store <laughs> yeah Look at you. My next question yes. was about, you know, did a bunch of you, I as a teen, would you work there? Is that a really popular place? Maybe some of your friends work there? I mean, yeah, my brother worked at the Cinnabon there for a while. That's a big deal. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome because we had free cinnamon rolls. So that was a great perk. Now, the next question is, when you go back to visit, do you make a special stop? Sometimes. I mean, usually when I go back home, it's like, it's so busy. I'm trying to visit like every single person sure. on my list. And then also I'm trying to eat everything. I'm like <laughs> eating my way through the cities because the food is fabulous. Wow. There. Well, I've got two things to go check out then. Obviously the food and now this fantastic ride at the Mall of America. Absolutely. <laughs> Hanging out with Dr. Tulsi from Mill Point Dental. And I got a little clue from your husband, Dr. Mike, who's also a fantastic dentist at Mill Point Dental. But he told me about that you have this passion around sleep or airway issues in relation to dentistry. And I didn't even know that that was an avenue that would be comparing, you know, or, totally. or be underneath the same umbrella. So tell me all about it. Totally. It surprises a ton of people. Um, but dentists, uh, in collaboration with physicians or sleep physicians, will help to treat sleep disordered breathing like sleep apnea or snoring. Wow. Yeah. Now, what? Dentist? <laughs> yeah. Your teeth can make a difference for how you snore or not snore? Uh, in a sense, yeah. Indirectly, I would say your teeth. So okay. like if you have a crowded teeth or just like a small mouth in general, there's less room for your tongue than when you go to sleep and everything relaxes. Gravity takes hold and things tend to fall back and can narrow your oh. airway. Um, and so... Sleep apnea or even snoring can be a result of just a 
narrowing of the airway or complete collapse of the airway. Okay. And so how dentists help with that is by making different mouthpieces to help essentially prop you open while you're sleeping so that everything can stay nice and open. So air can get in so you can breathe appropriately while you're sleeping. Wow. Yeah. Now, is this something that you know of someone suffering with? Like, where did this inspir- Where did this passion come from? So I do, I, I mean, it's super prevalent. I do have family members that have sleep apnea and the gold standard treatment for it is still a CPAP. So that's the conti- continuous positive airway pressure. So it's like a mask you have on your face and it basically is like, a jet stream of air that they like to keep everything open. So it's the air pressure from internally that helps to keep the airway open. And so, I mean, you can imagine a lot of issues that people have with that. I mean, it could be loud or just drying of your throat um, and, or even just like, you know, annoys your bed partner or whatever, or just uncomfortable. Right. Um, And it's cumbersome. It's like a huge thing that you have to use. You have to have like special like distilled water. And so if you want to travel or even go camping, it's a huge hassle. No kidding. And so that's where the mouthpieces come into play. It's oral appliance therapy is what it is. It's a mandibular advancement appliance. Wow. And so it's kind of is what it says. It, It pulls your lower jaw forward. Like if you imagine a bulldog yeah, oh, with the underbite, is, yeah, <laughs> with the underbite. And so that helps to prop things open for while you're sleeping. And it's a lot smaller than a CPAP machine. It doesn't make any noise. It makes no noise. You can travel with it. I mean, it's super customizable. Wow. So do you guys do this at Millpoint Dental? Absolutely. Yeah. What is, what's kind of the first steps for someone to, you know, get involved with this? So first things first is you have to talk with your physician about it. You have to have a diagnosis of sleep apnea or or even primary snoring. You can't just willy-nilly make somebody sure. an appliance. Um, really, the, the physician is the driving force behind the whole thing. Okay. It's not the dentist. I mean, if you want to talk to your dental professional about it, absolutely do so. But they're probably just going to send you to a sleep center to talk with them about it because you have to have a sleep test. I see. And so that's how they determine what your diagnosis is. And then you kind of go from there. Really, the physician's the driver of the car. So if the physician is like, you know, we don't want to do an oral appliance for whatever reason, then they won't do it. And that's fine. Um, The main main deal is getting people treated because untreated sleep apnea is a huge problem for you. Yeah. Um, Just the inflammation that it creates, you know, it makes you higher risk for stroke. It makes you tired it impairs your cognition your decision making it makes you more anxious like so many different things that can make people gain weight if you have untreated sleep apnea i mean your body just it likes sleep it likes sleep it 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 needs needs it it needs sleep and it needs good quality sleep it's not even just getting sleep it needs to have good quality sleep where you're getting adequate oxygen yes okay fine so i can't i can't send my snoring boyfriend just straight to you i have to make him go to get a sleep test yeah i know (laughs) it's the big deterrent for everybody but i think a lot of the sleep centers now are starting to do a lot more of home sleep tests so i mean people always envision like oh i have to go to the center i'm not gonna sleep well anyway yeah and go sleep at this place and i don't think they're doing that as often now unless they find something interesting on your home sleep test, then they would bring you in and do it at the center. Well, fascinating. Thanks for letting us know. Totally. Dr. Chelsea from Millpoint Dental answering your questions. Are you ready? I am ready. (laughs) Okay. The first question is, how often do you actually need to floss? Daily. Every day. doesn't matter what time of the day? 
I mean, I prefer at night. So like, and that goes for even brushing too. Like if you're a person who's only going to brush one time a day, I would say do it at night before you go to bed. Because like if you like if you think of during the day, you're eating and you're drinking and you're like swallowing your spit, like things are still moving and fluid. Whereas like when you're sleeping, things are just sitting there. Like I would rather you yeah. <laughs> move, get all the junk off of there so that you don't have stuff just like caked on no. just fermenting all night. That's really good to know. Yeah. Now, do you recommend flossing before you brush your teeth or after? I am a before. Oh, good to yeah. know. So like my routine would be a water pick and then I would floss and then I brush. What does a water pick do? It's like a little fun squirt gun and it just literally just sprays water and it just like blasts all the junk out from in between your teeth. They're fabulous for people who have braces, bridges, oh. implants, but I don't have any of those things and I still use it because I, I just like seeing all the, there's just food that hides in there right. and it gets all that junk out of there so you're not like scrubbing in food, you yeah. know? Oh, that's a great idea. Okay, yeah. now what about, there's so many different kinds of flosses. Yes. So it, you know, obviously the goal is to just floss, so find one that you like. But Absolutely. there's gotta be some that you prefer over the others. Totally, yeah. So, I mean, you hit it on the nose, like whatever floss that you will use and gets you to use it every day, that's the best floss. <laughs> uh, but I prefer some that has like a little bit more of a texture to it so that it can help actually pull things out from between your teeth. Anything's like super slippery, like the glide, that kind of stuff. It tends to glide Dr. through Chelsea plaque. <laughs> legitimately just pointed at the floss that I have on the deck right now on the desk. And it is this glide stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like this one that Meg has right here. Yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> so good to know. I'll have to invest in some other floss. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question is, is what do I look for in a toothbrush? In a toothbrush? Well, so, uh, First and foremost, I would say to use one that has soft or extra soft bristles on it. Um, anything harder than that is purely for your grout. You don't want anything harder. Uh, people always have this, this conception like they have to scrub their teeth super right. hard. And that's really not the case. You only The whole idea is that you just want to disrupt the, the biofilm plaque that's on your teeth. And you don't need to scrub super hard. If you have anything harder than that, you're going to end up doing damage. Good to know. So yeah. you, when you say the hard the hard toothbrush is actually is for grout, you're meaning grout. <laughs> yeah. Like on your yeah. bathtub. I would not use a medium bristle toothbrush or a hard. Absolutely not. No It's way. almost like they shouldn't even have those next to all the toothpaste. They should have those in the hardware area. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What about toothpaste ingredients or brands? So I, I mean, I'm not really... Uh, set on one specific type of toothpaste. I like to try everything. I'm, I'm I'm always trying all the the new fancy ones. Um, fluoride, obviously, I really enjoy to help with uh, cavity prevention. If you have really sensitive teeth, then one with potassium nitrate is a great option that helps with sensitivity. Um, there's uh, ones with hydroxyapatite in them that helps to rebuild, fortify your teeth. Um, I honestly like my favorite toothpaste right now and has been for a while is the baking soda one from Trader Joe's really it has fluoride in it it doesn't have SLS or any like yuck ingredients in it 
Um, I love baking soda. It helps to clean and whiten and it has more of a, a basic pH. So it helps to neutralize any acids. It's, it's awesome. Great. And also Trader Joe's right around it's the corner. Cheap. Yeah. And it's inexpensive. Totally. I love hearing that. Yeah. Um, what about, have you, what's your favorite part of dentistry? Like, is there a procedure that you're like, yeah, I get to do that today? <laughs> so it's, it kind of goes along with like what my favorite tooth is. And it's usually if people have really tiny uh, wisdom teeth or third molars, mm -hmm. or if they have extra ones, they're called microdonts. So they're really tiny Whoa. and they're so cute. And they're <laughs> in an adult so, mouth. Yeah. Um, what? Pulling them out. Like they're so easy. They, you, it's like pulling out a sliver. You just like pluck them out. But they're so dang cute. And I know that's the weirdest what? thing ever to hear, <laughs> but they're so cute. These tiny little baby teeth. They're so fun. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm so glad you like that because that sounds <laughs> terrifying for me. Okay. Last question is, have you ever pulled or worked on the wrong tooth by accident? So I feel like I need to knock on every piece of wood in this office. Thank I'll goodness do it for you. I have not done that. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I know of anybody who's done that, thankfully. I think probably a big part of it is because you have lots of people double checking. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like before you do anything, it's like you and your assistant are constantly going back and forth like, oh, we're doing like this tooth number and these surfaces. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And it's like we're constantly checking. It's like, you know, when you do surgery and they like put a big X on the arm that they're yes. going to do surgery on. Same kind of thing. Right. And I think that makes a, a big difference probably is having that person yes. because you're everybody's human. Totally. But yeah, I'm knocking on all the wood for you. I'm <laughs> yeah. so proud of you. You've yeah. never done that. <laughs> yeah. Gold star. <laughs> OK, I had to cut Dr. Chelsea off. She started telling me this crazy story about dental school, which apparently isn't that crazy. It's really common. So what do you guys do? So, you work on mannequins. That's where this started. Yeah. So we start practicing on mannequins initially, and then we also work on extracted teeth. And so like we go around to dental offices in town or even like the dental school and like any pulled teeth that they would have, we just like keep them in jars of formaldehyde and we just like keep them in our lockers and it'd, they'd be like, okay, well today we're going to work on like a premolar. And so you like dig through your little <laughs> jar of teeth and try and find like a good one to go work on. Like do what kind of work on it? Um, a lot of times it's practicing root canals. Wow. Yeah. That is creepy. <laughs> yeah. And also neat to know. Totally. <laughs> So yes, Dr. Chelsea is a dentist, but she's also a mom, which is really exciting to Willa and Beck. Tell yes. me all about them. So Willa is four and a half and Beck is one and a half and they are just little rays of sunshine. They're just the best kids in the world. They they're really are fun. I Yeah, I got really lucky. They're, they're the best. And now Willa was born when you and Mike... Um, had bought the practice, yeah. No Point Dental. Um, and so you guys being business owners and having littles, how's that? It was insane. So <laughs> when we started at Mill Point Dental, Willa was maybe six months old. And it was Mike and I are both working full time and trying to balance like childcare and hanging out with her, but then also like starting this practice and keeping that afloat. And it was it was a lot. And I was still nursing her. And so like I had a full schedule of patients and I'm like trying to like schedule in between patients like pump breaks. And I'm like looking at the clock like, oh, my gosh, wow. I have to hurry. And it was it was crazy. And you guys don't have any family over here. We have no family. So we had, you're both from Minnesota. Yeah, we we had 
pretty limited help. It was it was nuts. Kind of a mad dash. So then what happened when we went into lockdown? It was just kind of like a breath of fresh air, honestly. So like when we get locked down, I was super pregnant with Beck. And I mean, obviously there was the initial freak out like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? How are we going to take care of our patients when we can't even like go to the office? Like, supposed to be wearing masks. How can you take off your mask and work on my mouth? Seriously. Well, and we had people like calling us every single day. It was like, oh, I broke my tooth. And we're like, sorry, we can't help you. Like the state says we can't go in because we're not like the required healthcare providers. It was, it was insane. Um, But honestly, it was such a huge blessing to be able to just be with my family for that time. And like every day we would have like a happy hour and like Willa still be like, I want to have happy hour. (laughs) And like we would just we'd have we'd get out like cheese and crackers and like we'd get her a juice box and we would just like sit as a family and hang out together. And it was just it was honestly like something I will look back on fondly as far as the the pandemic and the shutdown goes. There's definitely some silver linings to the pandemic. Totally. You know, and I think you're right. Just in my life, it was just felt like it was go, go, go. I had my schedule just packed to the brim. And as soon as we went into lockdown, it was kind of like, why do I pack my schedule like this? Yeah. It made you really reflect, take a step back because there were like, I'd never seen a different way that I could be doing life. You know, you just do it right. Yeah. Next yeah. thing you know, it's the weekend and you have the whole weekend planned and next thing is Monday. And um, so that's really special that you got that time and are able to look at kind of the pandemic in a, in a nice glass half full moment yeah. for the family. <laughs> and now we're back to getting things in order and you guys have another partner at your business. Yes. Tell me about Dr. Eric. So we have Dr. Eric alongside us and he he is amazing. Such a cool guy. He is the coolest guy and we love his family. They're they're so much fun to hang out with. They're all so kind. And you know, I think the only way that Eric could better like get along with Mike and I would be if he were left-handed. But, you know, we will forgive him for that. You guys are both left-handed. Mike and I are both left-handed. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not. Eric is not. He's right-handed. So we will forgive him for that. The amount of eye-rolling I'm seeing right now from Dr. Chelsea is so on par. (laughs) I'm learning so much about Dr. Chelsea. Uh, Not only that she's a dentist and a mom, but she also can sing, which I'm not going to make you sing. You've already told me that I can't make you sing, so I'm not going to try. Not going to (laughs) happen. But you were in show choir in high school. Yes. So this is like pre-Glee days. So like nobody knew what show choir was was and yeah you like you sing and you dance and you go to competitions we actually went to hawaii one year and we went to new york one year and competed at nationals those are big deals yeah same old thing i mean it's like the whole everybody you know no instruments is it like glee in that way we have our own band also and they're usually like behind the risers and they're like do their own thing and we just perform in front of them now is it true that you sang the national anthem once upon a time I did. It wasn't as a solo. I was in a small group. We sang it at a Minnesota Timberwolves game. So they actually let us go down on the court and we got like while the guys were warming up for their NBA game. And like, I'm a tall person. I'm like 5'10", whatever. These guys are huge. It's insane. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't even imagine. Because yeah. seeing them on the TV, you get used to seeing them on the TV. But I, in person, I couldn't even imagine what like a seven foot four person looks like. Yeah, it's insane. And like several of them. Yeah. So that was a great experience, I bet. It was really good. I had a lot of fun with show choir. I mean, I still uh, still talk to a lot of my, my show choir friends. It's, yeah. We had a lot of good times. So do you sing with your kids? Oftentimes, Disney songs. Yeah. Oh, I bet. 
Tis the season. Have you been watching that new Disney one? Encanto? Yeah. Yes. And that Bruno song gets stuck in my head. Like Same. it does not go away. And that song has made it to the pop charts. Yeah. And I haven't put it on the playlist yet because it gets stuck in my head every time I hear it. It's a great song. It's a great <laughs> song. But it's like one of those ones where I hear all the music all the time. And I yes. just don't know if I'm ready to hear that <laughs> yeah. one yet. So yeah. I'm sorry. I'm making the general decision for the general public of Central Oregon that you're not going to hear that You're choosing song. yourself over everybody else. <laughs> like, At this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I usually like to wrap up the show with a random question for my guests. So this is your random question. What is the bravest thing you've ever done? So I don't know if this is necessarily the bravest thing that I've ever done, but I ran Twin Cities Marathon, the full 26.2, the same weekend that I took my dental board exam. <laughs> no, you did not. Yeah. What came before the other? Uh, I'm pretty sure I did board exam Saturday and then marathon on Sunday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now training for a marathon is its own part-time job. Yeah. And then you're also in dental school training for uh, studying yeah. for your big test Yeah. to be given the permissions to be a dentist. Yes. For the <laughs> licensure. Yes. <laughs> what? It was like a weekend of like mental and physical feats. Now, why did you pair those two together? Are you crazy? Well, I wasn't, you it was not brave. intentional, I would say. <laughs> like, I didn't have control over when they scheduled either of those. It's just like, it is what it is. Oh. I was like, oh, dang, that's going to be a busy weekend. <laughs> to be quite honest, it probably was refreshing to get the test done and then go run. Totally. Yeah. Go get some fresh air. I mean, like running was such a huge part of like my dental school experience just because it was like, go like blow off some steam and just yeah. go be outside and go be by myself for a while. It was really nice. Now, were you a runner before dental school? Minimally. So like in undergrad. So what started me on this, it's so dumb. I started taking this class. It was called beginning running. That was in undergrad. And like oh our, gosh, our so final funny. was uh, running a 5k. So that's kind of what started me on it. Cause like before I'd be like, oh man, I don't know if I can run a full mile. And then I went, I went straight from a 5k to the full marathon. I had never oh. run anything in between that. I was just like, man, screw it. I'm just going to do it. You're kidding. Yeah. It's because all of that dental school stress that uh, was probably. Was, yeah. There was so much pent up like anxiety. I just like, <laughs> I just worked it out on the road. Wow. And now you're a very <laughs> avid runner still. I still run. It's not as much as I'd like to. I'm still like working out some kinks from after I had my last baby. He was a big boy. So. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah, he was a big baby. <laughs> and he's so cute. I hope they're listening, Willa and Beck. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, before we wrap up completely, um, as you know, Dr. Chelsea, Dr. Mike, Dr. Eric, all wonderful dentists at Mill Point Dental. I, I promise you, as soon as you walk in the door, you'll see Joy. She has this big smile on her face. The office is so wonderful and welcome. You guys have always treated me like I've known you forever. And I mean, it's starting to get that way. We're all <laughs> yeah, I know, old. right? <laughs> <laughs> You've had that office for like four years now. Um, but what's also neat is that it, you know, dental work doesn't have to break the bank. You guys have a really awesome membership. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. So it basically it's to help people gain more access to dental care. And so it's an in-house membership plan. Uh, it includes cleanings and exams and x-rays. And then it also gives you a discount off the top of any additional work that's needed. So it just helps so that people can afford it, kind of spreads out the cost a little bit more. Yeah. That's wonderful that you guys offer that. I'm glad we touched on that. But Please come back and join me again sometime. I'd love to. Thank yeah. you so much. You have so many great stories. I wish we had so much more time, but we will. We yes. will. Thank you, Dr. Chelsea. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Meg. 
Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.